Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But is it growing? Are you retaining your length? Is your hair healthy? If you cannot answer yes to these questions, your cabinet under the sink should not be full of hair products. What exactly are they there for? Decor? Debt is not an accessory. Stop carrying it around. It's time to pay off these cards, okay? Stop letting TikTok convince you that you need to buy this latest thing. You are doing fine without it. You don't need it. Don't buy it. And don't buy it on the credit card and accumulate debt and be paying off interest for something you don't need, okay? What, what I'm not about to let you do is be like, I have too much to do to stop and feel how I feel right now. Let me tell you something. You, you can think that, but eventually how you feel right now that you're avoiding feeling is going to stop you. It's going to stop you eventually. And all of these emotions and situations that you put on a shelf for later because you're so busy, it's going to break that shelf and it's going to fall on you and you're going to feel very overwhelmed and you're not even going to be able to move. So let me just invite you to slow yourself down right now and honor your emotions, okay? You are not a robot. It is not normal nor admirable to completely and constantly ignore how you feel and just keep grinding, 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 grinding. Gotta get this money by tomorrow. Gotta get this money by today. Relax. It's not admirable to be a walking shell of yourself, okay? It's not admirable to be nonchalant. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. As promised in last week's episode, today we are going to be talking about spring cleaning, you know, in all areas of your life, not just your home. Because Q1 is over, or it's pretty much over, you have one week left, you know, make the best of it. But it is time to do some spring cleaning. It's time to declutter your life. It's time to take inventory and then get rid of some things. You know, like you should be shedding some weight, shedding some dead weight, getting rid of some things that did not work for you or things you don't need in all aspects of your life, that is, before we enter Q2. You know, I've already told y'all, I plan my years according to um, the quarters, or I plan it in three-month periods, basically, because that's what works for me, and that's based on the book, The 12-Week Year, which I would highly recommend. It has really helped me. My first quote-unquote year, which was Q1, went really great accomplished a lot of things got a lot of things done um but as per usual there is some decluttering that needs to be done and 
yeah, that is what we are going to be talking about in today's episode because it's time for a cleanse. Okay, it's time for a cleanse, not just in your life, but in mine as well. Now, fortunately, I will say when it comes to my physical space, so my home, because I'm sure when you hear spring cleaning or even decluttering, you think of your home automatically, right? We're going to be talking about decluttering in all aspects of your life in this episode, but if we just talk about the physical space, your home for a second, for me personally, fortunately, I read the book Essentialism a long time ago, which I would highly recommend, and I feel like it really changed my life. I'm not even being dramatic. Generally speaking, I'm a little bit dramatic, but I'm not even being dramatic right now. It literally changed my life because I know you've heard of minimalism. It's not that, okay? It's not that. It's like a step above or is it below? I don't know. Basically, it's not minimalism where you have like nothing or what people think minimalism is, right? It's a different concept. And for the life of me, I wish I could remember to explain, but I don't. But it's if you think of the name essentialism, it's basically only keeping the essentials, right? I would highly recommend you read the book because it does a way better explanation than I can. So I will leave that in the description if you're curious, but highly recommend. So because I read the book a long time ago, I have adopted the principles. And so I never usually have to declutter a lot in my home because I only have things that are essential. Like I'm not the type of person that would go out and get a bunch of things that are not functional just for aesthetic purposes. So that has made my life extremely easier. So I was actually going through my closet and my bathroom like under the sink last week. And I realized I don't even have a lot of things to throw away because I don't have a lot of things to begin with, right? I only keep the essentials. But I digress. This is not about me. This is about you. And I just want to give a quick disclaimer. I will 100% be in your business today, okay? 100% I will be in your business. Don't say I didn't warn you. Now let's get into the episode, okay? So there are five main areas that I'm going to be talking about decluttering your life in today. And that is your physical space, which is your home, your personal items, like makeup, clothing, shoes, whatever. And then your relationships, your mental and emotional well-being and your finances. Okay, just a brief overview. Now let's start with the easier more light-hearted stuff first. So your physical space, your home, your apartment, whatever, wherever you live, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's time to get rid of a few things. It is time to get rid of a few things. What does, let me ask you a question. What does under your sink look like in your bathroom? What does that bathroom sink cabinet look like? What does it look like? Just be honest with yourself. You can lie to me, but you can't lie to yourself. Like when you open it, can you see through the back? Are things falling out? And how often do you use these things? I want you to be very honest with yourself because it's time to let some of these things go, okay? I'm starting with the area that typically gets cluttered the fastest. 
especially with hair products because i mean let's be real how many hair products do you have probably too many right and that's my thing like like is your hair healthy is it healthy is it long is is it or not long because not everybody prefers long hair but is it growing are you retaining your length is your hair healthy if you cannot answer yes to these questions your cabinet under the sink should not be full of hair products what exactly are they there for decor you see what i'm saying it's not working either they either they're not working or you're not using them either way they don't need to be there why are you collecting it it's time to get rid of it it is time to get rid of it and if you're one of those people who are like you you know like you try to throw things away and you're like no i'll need this let me just let's 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 just be real for a second if you have not used that thing in months if you did not even remember it was there if it's all the way in the back of your cabinet just do me a favor, do yourself a favor, do the best version of yourself a favor and get rid of it. Get rid of it. Now, disclaimer, when I say get rid of it, meaning anything I'm talking about, I mean get rid of it in a way that makes sense to you. So you can either sell it if you have the time, you can donate it, drop it off at Goodwill or whatever, depending on what the item is, or you can give it to a friend or you can throw it in the trash or whatever. That's what I mean when I say get rid of it. Get rid of it in a way that makes sense for you, okay, based on the item. So let me get back in your business. So yeah, so if you know there are things under that sink cabinet that you did not even remember you had, don't even don't even look at it and be like, oh, wow, I didn't even remember I had this. Let me save this so I can use it next week. No, because you know what's going to happen? It's going to expire and now you will be wasting even more than you are, even more than you already are. It's going to expire and you're not going to be able to, to use it. So just give it to somebody who can benefit from it because you are clearly just taking up space, okay? You don't need 15 different shampoos, you don't need 15 different conditioners, okay? You can have like maybe one or two or three or something. You know, like fo focus on a regimen. Focus on a routine that works for you. And the stuff that doesn't work, get rid of it, okay? You don't need all of these things under your sink. Like it's absolutely crazy to me when I see people... <laughs> When I see people online like doing organizing videos like organize with me and they open under their sink and it looks like I don't, I don't even have the words like there's just so much stuff there it's like it's falling out and their solution to that is going to get a bunch of organizers at the container store for like a hundred dollars each and then organizing the chaos something is not right in this and that like some, something is wrong here you do not need all of these things so the fact that you're spending more money on these acrylic containers or these drawers to organize stuff you don't even use is madness it's mad you do not need 15 variations of anything okay i'm just going to be you know this might be a little bit rude but I'll say it anyway, sometimes the people with like 15 products in a hair care or skincare routine are the people 
who don't necessarily have much to show for it because you're irritating your skin, you're irritating your um, scalp, or not your scalp, but like you're putting so much on your hair and it's you don't even know your hair type, you don't know your porosity type, you don't know any of this stuff, it's not working, your hair is breaking. Why do you need all of these products? It's not working. It's better to find what works for you and stick with that. And if you have a lot of stuff under your sink, it's you stocking up on the things that work if you can afford to do that right but to have 15 different products 15 different shampoos 15 different conditioners 15 different moisturizers get it together okay get it together you do not need that many products you have a problem i'm saying this with love you have a problem you do not need that much stuff and you need to get rid of some of it okay your cabinet doors under your sink should not be bursting at the seams and you have nothing to show for it okay the things you are pulling out all the way in the back and you didn't even know you had them the things you haven't seen in months you do not need it you do not need to go buy something to organize it nicely under the sink you need to get rid of it okay it's okay to open your cabinet um, doors and see through the back it's okay like you don't have to fill the space you don't have to fill the space with stuff. Just because you have the space doesn't mean you need to occupy all of it. Like, my thing, again, this might be a little rude of me, but all I'm saying is if you have a lot of stuff, I just want you to think about what you have to show for it. And if you can justify that, then... I will go back in my business where I belong and I will stay out of yours. But if you have 15 different um, moisturizers, 15 different serums, 15 different um, exfoliants for your face and you, you know, you still breaking out, you still have nothing to show for it. Get rid of some of these products. You do not need all of that. Okay. You are irritating your skin. You are breaking your hair. You do not need all of these products. Okay. It's time to declutter just get rid of it. Get rid of it. And that goes for everywhere in your home. Okay. I just, I had to come from under the sink because I have been guilty of this myself. There might be one or two things I could throw, but I've done a very good job of keeping it very minimal and only buying what I know works and just sticking with that. But all I'm saying is typically the products you actually love and use are usually within reach. So the things at the back of um, your cabinet under your sink, it, it's, it's, not, it's not a need. It's not a need. You didn't even know you had it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. And I know it's very easy in this day and age to practice overconsumption because every time, for me personally, every time I open TikTok, I see something that I could buy, right? Now, I feel like people need to exercise more discernment just because people are shoving a bunch of things in your face saying, oh, this is a must-have, you need to have this. That does not mean you need to have it, okay? That does not mean you need to have it, especially if that area of your life is not broken. What are you fixing? What are you fixing? Control yourself. You do not need all of these variations of different things, okay? You don't need to have this new skincare product. Your skin is tired and it is irritated. Let it breathe. Stop it, okay? Stop switching out stuff. 
I used to do, let me tell you, I can't tell you how much I broke my skin out in college trying every new product that I would see in skincare routines. I finally just got tired and I went back to what works and I have not tried a new skincare product in years. And my skin looks fabulous. It is glowing. Most of it is just my diet now and my hormones here and there. But outside of that, you will not find me with 15 different skincare products. There's stuff I have that I know I'm going to give away because I tried it and it didn't really do anything and I don't need it. So I'm getting rid of it. I am decluttering as well. And I'm telling you, the stuff in your drawers, in your sink, in that um, cabinet under the sink, I want, by the time you're done clearing out stuff, you should have a trash bag filled with things because you don't need all of that. The stuff you need is within reach. The stuff you have hiding under the cabinet, if it's not backups for the things that you regularly use, get rid of it. Be honest with yourself. You know you're not going to use it. You know you're not going to use it. Okay? Get rid of it. And again, this applies to all areas of your home. Look around. If there's too much stuff, let me let me tell you something. I am pretty sure there is some type of scientific backing for this, but I don't have it on hand with me right now, okay? So do your own research. But I'm pretty sure this is a fact. I heard it somewhere, and I felt it myself. I've experienced it, but I don't have the source right now. But I'm pretty sure that when your physical space looks chaotic, your mind reflects that. Or maybe, or maybe your space reflects what's in your mind. Either way, all I know is you cannot function in a cluttered environment. So if you have a lot of things lying around your apartment out of place, it's going to be very hard to focus when you're trying to think of ideas for something new, etc., etc. It's because your environment is cluttered, so it does not... That, does, that will never translate into mental clarity. Like some people, the reason you feel more productive when you leave your home is because your home is cluttered. So that's what I'm saying. That's why we are talking about decluttering today. This is not just me being in your business with no purpose, okay? Some of these things, you probably have things under that sink that's expired. But you know what, let, let me, let's step away from your sink. Let's step away from your business for a second. All I'm saying is... There are actually benefits on your mental clarity that you will get from decluttering your physical environment, okay? So I just, I was in your business about the sink, but that applies to other areas in your kitchen. That drawer, that catch-all drawer in your kitchen, yeah, um, let's, 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 let's empty that out before April, Let's, let's empty that out before April. Set a timer, because when you think about these things, it'll be like, oh, that'll take so much time. Set a timer on your microwave, literally. Set a timer on your microwave for 10 or 15 minutes and just go through the drawer. Just go through it. All of these coupons, all of these receipts, all of that random stuff, the chapstick that probably needs to be thrown away, keys you don't need or use, command strips you know let me stop because i'm in my business right now i definitely need to go through that drawer but i'm just saying we are getting rid of all of that this week we are decluttering our homes for q2 your tv stand you know like what what does it look like when you open it i know on the outside it looks very you know crisp and clean because you can't see what's behind those doors but what what happens when you open it i'm in my business now because i have 
you know, I, anyway, so, yeah, I will be going through my TV stand, my drawer, you know, some areas that need to declutter, and uh, I'm encouraging you to do the same as well, because I promise you, you will feel so much better every time I declutter, every time I clean my space, I always feel like I can take on the world. Even if I choose to watch Netflix when I'm done, that's not the point. The point is I feel like I can actually think in this space. It gives you so much mental clarity and peace of mind. And I would just highly recommend it. Let's not, let's not take all that nonsense into Q2, okay? Get rid of it. Throw some stuff from that sink, under that sink, in your TV stand, your drawer, wherever else you have a bunch of storage. Go through it. Go through all of it, okay? And just get rid of it. You don't need it. Stop making excuses. Stop lying to yourself. You don't need it. If you have not used it or thought about it in the last three months, if you didn't even remember you had it, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Now, the next category, the personal items, I won't spend too much time here because I feel like I covered that in episode 100, which is about upgrading your standard, right? It's basically out with the old, in with the new. Some of us need new underwear. Some of us need new basics. Some of us need new socks, you know, maybe a bonnet or something, you know, like little things. I'm not going to suggest you go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. I've been slowly replacing some essentials in my wardrobe. It is not cheap. It is not cheap. So believe me, I'm not holding a gun to your head telling you you have to replace your entire wardrobe. Go at your own pace, but take some steps to upgrade your standard, your personal items. Um, And I would highly recommend you listen to episode 100 if you haven't already, because it perfectly explains this part of the decluttering um, piece with your personal items, right? Just upgrading your life, your personal style, and getting rid of some things like them old t-shirts that have been washed a thousand times. If you like the t-shirts, that's fine. Get some new ones. Get some new ones. It's time for the ones you have to go, okay? It's time for them to go. So I won't go too much into that piece. Listen to episode 100. Now let's talk about relationships. Brief shameless plug. One of the best things I believe will help you take inventory of your relationships. And that's with your family, friends, and your significant other. Is the relationship journal that I released at secludedthoughts.com slash relationships and I say that because it's very easy for me to sit here and talk to you and say you know are the relationships in your life doing it for you are people pouring into you are you getting what you need from these relationships are these people respecting your boundaries blah 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 I can sit here and give you the whole spiel and be in your business like I did for your home and like I did on your relationships in multiple episodes in the past. But at the end of the day, the reason why the journal is very helpful is because it actually gives you an opportunity to answer these questions in real time and fully document your thoughts and rate your relationships. And that's in all three categories, family, friends and your significant other. 
and really identify whether or not these people are the type of people that you need in your life or whether there needs to be some cuts, you know? And FYI, I did come up with all of the questions in the journal and I asked the questions in the same way that I talk on the episodes. So it's not like, it's a prompted journal, by the way. So it has like almost 200 pages and it has like, I think 70 plus journal prompts in these three categories. And the questions are structured in the same way that I talk to you on the podcast. So it's not like, oh, what do you think about this relationship? No, I drag you. I'm like, okay, are you in a situationship? Did you get into this because you needed companionship or because this is actually what you wanted? You know, like the same way I, I'm in your business on the episodes is the same way I ask the questions in the journal. It's like having a sassy accountability friend asking you these questions and forcing you to really take inventory of the relationships in your life and what they are doing for you. So that's why I would recommend, I would highly recommend the relationship journal because you would get more out of going through the journal than me constantly talking to you about these relationships. And I will leave um, some episodes in the description as well where I talked more in depth about analyzing your relationships and strengthening your relationships. So, because I have talked about it a lot, so I don't want to be too redundant. So if you're interested in listening to anything like specifically, check the description to see if I have covered that. And if you want to actually take inventory of your relationships and have me drag you through these journal prompts, then you can go to secludedthoughts.com slash relationships also in the description and you can get the relationship journal. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But brief summary on the relationship piece. So when it comes to decluttering your life in terms of your relationships... The main thing I want you to think about is I don't want you to wait until the new year to cut people off. Like most people, myself included, y'all don't judge me. You know what? You're going to judge me anyway, but I'll say it. I, (laughs) I, um, I tend to 
cut people off like at the end of the year um or not necessarily you know what no because i've done that you know what you know what the point is i'm growing you know i'd you know like we all have things we need to work on and overcome but <clears throat> for me personally i just feel like there have been times there may or may not have been times where you know like the end of the year is coming and i'm just like yeah you need to go and you know i'll call depending on the nature of the relationship at that point in time like i will call a hard stop at december 31st and literally like cut you off like whether it's communicated or not you know what it has been communicated in the past you know what i only did that once you know i only did that once mind your business i only did that once but like typically and i know i'm not the only one when the end of the year is coming you just like you know you you, you just feel like do i really want to take this person into the new year with me because i feel like when the new year starts you get a fresh slate so let me just cut all of the dead weight prior to that so i can focus on me you know but anyway enough of my business but yeah so i've done that before but you know i i feel like now i'm at a point in my life where i don't have many people or i don't have anybody in my life actually that i feel needs to cut off because i cut everybody off that needed to be cut off already right i don't really make allowances or space for people where my relationship with them is iffy for whatever reason like I either consider you a close friend or I trust you or whatever or I don't. And if I don't, it's not like, oh, you're a bad person or it's not necessarily you have to be a bad person or you did me wrong. It's just we don't have the type of relationship where I trust you on a certain level. So there's no reason for you to have a certain level of access to me that the people I trust and genuinely care about do. So I already have you know I, I already um moved things in place to the point where I can say I only have people in my life that I care about and vice versa so I don't have anybody to cut off so that's why I'm in your business do you have people you need to let go of and that's why the 12-week year the book I really like it because when you start analyzing your life in terms of quarters you can make more meaningful changes and updates and improvements like every three months instead of waiting to do it at the end of a whole year. And I know it sounds like common sense, but most of us, myself included, really look at things on an annual basis and think like, oh, if I have a year to do this, then it doesn't matter if I didn't do it in March, I can do it in September. Why should I wait till September if I can do it in March? You see what I'm saying? So that's why I really like the book. That's why I analyze my life and set it up, plan it according to the four quarters of the year. And again, highly recommend. So Q1 is pretty much over. Q2 is coming. Who do you need to cut off? There's no need to wait till December 31st. If it's not giving you what it needs to give, then it should not be there they should not be in your life why are you making time for mediocre relationships are you mediocre is that the type of thing you want to invite into your life i didn't think so so let's 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 get rid of that um before q2 or you know i'll give you some grace by the first week 
let's 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 do that now there's no need to drag it out there's no need to waste any more of your time and energy there's no need to a lot there's no need to allocate your precious time and energy to people who are draining you who are suffocating you who do not respect your boundaries why postpone it get them out of your life now just just just, just get them out okay just get them out I know it sounds very cutthroat. It sounds very unrealistic because obviously you probably have emotional ties to those people, but your emotional ties to yourself needs to be stronger, okay? And it, you need to put yourself first. You need to put yourself first, okay? Because if these people don't care about you, they're probably capitalizing on the fact that you don't care about yourself that much. So they're not going to leave your life because they're probably benefiting off of you and, you know, just taking and taking and taking and taking from you, using you when it's useful. And unfortunately, you, you might be allowing yourself to be a doormat because you're not good at enforcing your boundaries. And maybe you don't even know your boundaries. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not going to say, oh, I'm draining this person. Let me let me respect them all of a sudden. No, if people, if you let people walk all over you, they will do just that because it benefits them. Okay. People tend to be very self-serving. All I'm saying is you need to be self-serving too, but not at the expense of others, just in a way that preserves your time, your effort, your energy, and your peace. Okay. So if you have relationships of any kind that do not facilitate that, that do not foster an environment that allows you to be the best version of yourself, there's no need to wait till December 31st. Cut, cut them off now. Start putting distance between the between you and them now. Start having those tough um, conversations where you basically tell them that, you know, the clock is ticking and they need to count their days. Start doing that now. Begin the process. Begin the process. And again, the relationship journal, the questions, me being in your business will help you determine exactly who you need to cut off. Because sometimes you have some blind spots for people because of the nature of your relationship, because maybe you're related. And yeah, they just, no, there needs to be some distance. So they need, they need to go. You need to declutter your relationships as well. Okay. Quality is much better than quantity. It, 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 it will not serve you. It will not benefit you to have a bunch of people around you that don't pour into you, that just drain you. Like, why do you want a bunch of people around you and then when you're going through something, you feel like you can't call anybody, you can't rely on anybody? Or if you need help with something, there's nobody in your contacts that you can go to? You see what I'm saying? Like, focus on focus on that. Focus on having that. Focus on nurturing the relationships with people that you can rely on. And, and, you know, stop trying to accumulate. You don't need to accumulate. Everybody who is around you doesn't have to be close with you. They don't need to have the same level of access to you, like the people who constantly pour into you and you would give anything for. You could be a very nice, open, generous, loving, kind-hearted person, but that does not mean everybody you meet should get that version of you, should get that kind of access to you. You need to reserve that and preserve that for the people who will cherish it and appreciate it and reciprocate it, okay? Not just anybody. 
Everybody doesn't need to know you have a good heart. If you have a good heart, you have a good heart. You need to prove that. You don't need to be a martyr to prove that. You need to be able to um, 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 sacrifice your well-being to show people that you're a good person. Just do that for the people who will reciprocate that energy. Okay? You don't... Everybody doesn't need that. Every, everybody doesn't need that kind of access to you. Okay? So start trimming the fat and start focusing on quality over quantity when it comes to your relationships. Now let's move on to your finances. Now when I say decluttering in terms of your finances, I mean let's take inventory of your money management. Okay? I know this is a touchy subject, but oh well, get used to it. Because we, we need to discuss this. We need to discuss this. I highly doubt the best version of yourself is broke. So I'm not going to um, beat around the bush and, and skip over that like it's not important. It is and I'm going to hold you accountable. Do you have a budget? Do you have a budget? The answer to that should be yes. You should 100% know where all of your money coming in is coming from and where it is going. I don't, don't even, don't even, please do not even start with the excuses. Oh, well, you know, I, I, my income is inconsistent. I have multiple different sources. It's, it's just, it's hard to track. I, I don't care. Track it. Track, because let me tell you something. One thing I have learned, one thing I have learned is when you are not keeping an eye on your money, it is doing a lot worse than you think it is. You might think, you know what? I really overdid it. I've been out. Um, I've been eating out like almost every day this week. I probably spent a whole hundred dollars on food this week. And in reality, you spent three fifty. You see what I'm saying? When you start actually looking at where the money is going and you start adding it up, you realize that you're spending a lot more than you thought you were. You're spending a lot more than you thought you were. That's why it's important to track it. S spare me the excuses. Spare me the excuses. You should have a budget. If you, what I would recommend, because that's what I do, I went to Etsy.com and I bought a budget template on Excel. And it has like an annual dashboard so I can see an annual snapshot of all of my income and expenses in each category for the entire year. Obviously, I only have up till March so far. So I can compare on a month-to-month -month basis in that yearly view, and I can set my budget and my actuals in each um, monthly tab, etc., etc. right? It just gives you a feeling of control, even if you're an impulse buyer, I was going to say like me, but that's none of your business. But even if you tend to slip up here and there, it's important to be tracking that and know where it is going. I have tried doing things um, using apps like Mint, but you know what? At the end of the day, I can just turn off my notifications and delete the app and I don't have to listen to the negativity. So that didn't work for me. What works for me is the Excel sheet because when I manually, yes, I manually put in my expenses. That's what I choose to do. You don't have to do it. Figure out something that works for you. But the reason I manually put in my expenses at the end of the week and I look at my remaining budget 
is because it holds me accountable. It It's like a slap in the face when I start putting in um, those expenses for food because in my mind, I spent 50 cents. But in reality, it was 100 times more than that. And I just, you know, like, I just, it's, it's very humbling. It's very disrespectful. And it holds me accountable. So that's what works for me. You do what works for you. But I had to start with a budget because that is, we, that's how we are going to figure out where we need to declutter, okay? Number one, your subscriptions. Why are you paying for Netflix? <laughs> Still, like, <laughs> you know what? I just, this is the one time I'm probably not going to give you, like, good advice. You know what? I don't, anyway, this is the one time I'm not going to recommend something that's maybe in the best ethical interests of things. But anyway, so I have not paid for Netflix in my entire life. And I've been using Netflix, like, I don't know, since they came out or maybe when it became big. I have literally been on people's accounts <laughs> for years. I'm not even sure. I don't even think these people know that I am still on their account. But as long as that bill is paid and that login works, it's a good day. Now, my reasoning for that is I don't watch Netflix very often and I refuse to pay. So, you know, like if I watch Netflix, it's like I might maybe watch, I don't know, like this week was a slow week for me because I I needed it. So I found a new series and I just watched a few movies because I needed that. But prior to that, I did not really watch Netflix that much, maybe one day a month in the last two months. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I refuse to pay for that because I don't use it enough. And like I said, essentialism is not an essential. It's not something that's part of my routine. So I'm not paying for that. Yes, I'm very stingy when it comes to certain things. Certain things I will swipe my card without thinking about it, but certain things I'm very stingy and subscription services is one of them. Why do you need me to pay every month? Stop it. Like, stop. Let me keep my money, please. So I just, that's, that's my thing. I'm not paying for Netflix. If I watched it a lot, then perhaps I just don't think it's a good investment for me. So I have been on people's accounts for at least 10 years. I'm not even lying to you. I'm not even lying to you. I've been a freeloader for 10 years, 10 plus years on people's Netflix accounts. And I'm pretty sure they don't know I'm on it. But, um, and you know, if they change the password, I'll just find another one. The hell? Anyway, so yeah, I don't have, the only subscription service I have is Amazon Prime. Oh, and Apple Music because I just refuse to create my playlists on any other streaming platform. So I don't have many subscriptions. What about you? Hmm? Have you added up how much you pay in monthly subscriptions? Could that go towards something else? Is it useful? I'm not going to try to I'm not going to sit here and tell you to cut back on the things you enjoy. If you absolutely, if it's essential for you to watch Netflix every weekend, every week, or, you know, just get something in 
once a day, whatever your schedule is, then it makes sense for you to pay for that, right? Enjoy your life. Enjoy yourself. It's okay to treat yourself. It's okay to pay for something that you enjoy, okay? I'm not here to tell you to disconnect everything or, or cancel all of your subscriptions. I'm not one of those people who will tell you to work, work, work till you die and don't enjoy your life. Enjoy your life, okay? Watch whatever series you want. All I'm saying is, have you added up the total of the subscriptions you pay for? And is that what you thought you were paying for? And after you see that number, do you think there's something or some things that you can get rid of? Look through your budget and look at them categories. Look at your spending patterns and see what needs to go. And I don't mean from a scarcity mindset um, situation. I'm just saying... You may not have known that you were spending X amount on something. You, your card, some people, their card is charged for things that they don't even know. They don't even realize it because, you know, that's, you are abundant just like that. You don't realize when your card is charged for certain things. All I'm saying is, is it's time to take inventory and make sure your money is being put to good use. You're not wasting your money. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. And another thing, debt, debt, debt is not an accessory. Stop carrying it around. It's time to pay off these cards, okay? What, all that money you're paying in interest, you could be spending on food. You could be paying for your own Netflix. You know, if, if you watch it like that, don't worry about me and what I said. I just told you I don't watch it like that. I'm not paying for it. Mind your business, Okay. All I'm saying is the money you pay on interest for them credit cards, buying stuff that you have no business buying, that could be allocated towards something else. Pay off them cards, okay? Declutter your debt. Pay off some of those cards. Pay down some of your debt. I'm not talking about student loans because that's Biden's business, okay? That is Joe Biden's business. We're not talking about that. Some people have six-figure student loan debt that 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 is tragic that is tragic i'm not going to sit here and tell you to pay that off i mean you should pay it off right ethically speaking right you you borrowed it you should pay it off you should pay it off but what i'm saying is i'm not saying oh prioritize that in q2 you look at your finances and see what you can do all i'm saying is things like um what you call it credit card debt you know, like those, um, the revolving credit lines and all that stuff, stuff with balances that are relatively manageable that you can pay off, pay it off, pay it off. There's no reason to be carrying that into the next year. There's no, like, stop, stop spending money you don't have. Stop spending money you don't have. 
Stop letting TikTok convince you that you need to buy this latest thing. You are doing fine without it. You don't need it. Don't buy it. And don't buy it on the credit card and accumulate debt and be paying off interest for something you don't need. Okay? Use your discernment. You do not need everything social media tells you you need. Come up with a plan to start paying off that debt. Declutter your debt. Okay? Let's, let's have some healthy finances. And last but not least, because I really want to go back to keeping my episodes under one hour, but that hasn't been the case the last few weeks, but I digress. Your mental and emotional well-being. How are you doing? Like, what, what, what are your thoughts like? What is your mind like? Do you have a lot of things on your mind that is distracting you or making you feel like you just have a lot to do or you you have so much to accomplish or there's so much you're not doing or or even if your emotions like you feel this way but you're compartmentalizing you're like you know what I don't have time to feel how I feel right now because I have x y and z to do let me just invite you to relax right now okay let me just invite you to relax because if that's the case let me tell you something Whatever it is that you think is so important that you don't have time to stop and check in with your mental and emotional well-being, whatever it is you you put in that on hold for, I promise you, you will be very ineffective at doing that thing if your mind and your emotions is all over the place, okay? We, we talked about acknowledging and feeling our emotions months ago I don't even remember the episode number I will link it in case you want to listen to it but we talked about honoring your emotions months ago let me just remind you really quick what what I'm not about to let you do is be like I have too much to do to stop and feel how I feel right now let me tell you something you you can think that but eventually how you feel right now that you're avoiding feeling is going to stop you it's going to stop you eventually and all of these emotions and situations that you put on a shelf for later because you're so busy it's going to break that shelf and it's going to fall on you and you're going to feel very overwhelmed and you're not even going to be able to move so let me just invite you to slow yourself down right now and honor your emotions, okay? You are not a robot. It is not normal nor admirable to completely and constantly ignore how you feel and just keep grinding, 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 grinding. Gotta get this money by tomorrow. Gotta get this money by today. Relax. Relax, okay? Relax. You are feeling how you are feeling. You're struggling. You are not okay. You feel bad, you feel like trash, you know, for some of us with our cycles every month, you know, sometimes, sometimes you just don't know, you, you just don't know. If you know, you know, sometimes you just don't know. You just don't have the words, but how you feel is not it. You just, you, you like, you just can't, you can't, you can't be bothered and that's okay. It is normal. We are human beings. You are not a robot. Okay, stop compartmentalizing how you feel and think it's admirable to just keep going, going, going. I don't have time to feel sad right now. Well, let me tell you something. That feeling of sadness is not going to give you time to do anything else in the future if you keep ignoring it. Okay, 
whatever you want to do, it's not like you will never get it if you take 30 minutes to an hour to acknowledge your feelings, to cry, to pray and give it to God, right? That always makes me feel better because I feel like I just took the burden and the load off of myself and I give it to him and that's none of my business now, right? If you take 30 minutes to an hour or more or less and you just honor your emotions and feel how you feel, that does not deter you forever from achieving the thing you want to achieve, okay? Take some time to honor how you feel and take some time to clear your mind. Do things for yourself. Get a journal and just write down everything you think and feel right now. Declutter your mind. It should not be constantly go For me personally, my mind is always constantly going and going and going and going and going with random thoughts, right, about any and everything. Hence this podcast, right? Some of the things I talk about, actually all of the things I've ever talked about on the podcast, it's just some things that randomly popped up in my mind and I felt like I want to have a conversation with somebody and you know, this, this is the conversation. It's one-sided, but whatever. So this is my outlet, right? I have an outlet to declutter my mind every week and just get things off my chest. And I also journal, right? What is your outlet? You need to start decluttering your mind. Start writing down some of your thoughts. Get different journals. I have more than five journals, I, like I have a journal for everything. I have a journal for my prayers and my um, when I'm reading the Bible, if something stands out to me. So I have like a Bible journal um, slash Bible meditation journal, like anything to do with my spirituality and God. I have a journal for that. I have a regular journal where I just document my thoughts. I have a personal growth slash femininity journal. I have a notes slash ideas journal. So if I just have random ideas for anything, I put it in that journal. You see what I'm saying? I have an outlet to clear my mind because when you have these things on your mind, like you need to get it off so you have the capacity to focus on whatever it is you need to focus on. You need to also declutter your mind. You need to have a process or you need to have a process or a routine or a system in place to regularly declutter your mind so that you can focus more as well as your emotions because you are not a robot. It's not admirable to be a walking shell of yourself, okay? It's not admirable to be nonchalant. You are not nonchalant, okay? That's a trauma response. You are not nonchalant. You still feel. You just feel like if you act like you don't care, then maybe you won't. And you won't be disappointed if you don't trust people and blah, blah, blah. Again, all trauma. All trauma. You are not nonchalant. You are hurt. Check in with yourself and feel how you feel. Honor your emotions, okay? You are a human being, not a robot. Check in with yourself, check in with a therapist if you need to, but honor your emotions. Do not let it pile up. Do not put it as some, do not treat it as something you can schedule to deal with. I know life never stops and sometimes you genuinely have stuff to do and it's like you feel like you don't have time to break down. But all I'm saying is make sure you have a system in place so that you can regularly declutter your mind and your emotions. You can check in with yourself and get that off your chest so that you can have peace of mind to focus on whatever it is that 
almost made you act like a robot and ignore how you feel to achieve whatever goal you were working on, right? The goal will still happen. You will still achieve it. Just 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 take take a few minutes with yourself and check in and see how you feel. Check on yourself, okay? I know we always want people to check on us, but check on yourself. If you don't check on yourself, when people check on you, you're just going to say you're fine. And for what? You're dying on the inside. Like, be honest with yourself, okay? You're not a robot. Make time to honor your emotions. So I'll stop here because I feel like I've been in your business enough. Gentle reminder, you do not need all of these things under your sink. You do not need all of those hair care products. You do not need all of those skincare products. Empty out that drawer in your kitchen. Replace them old t-shirts. Cut off some of those people and just declutter your life and your space. Do some spring cleaning on your entire life. Like 360 spring cleaning before Q2. Like let's shed all of the dead weight in this last week of March. Or whenever you listen. It doesn't matter if you listen in a whole year after this episode is released. All of these things still apply. Because I'm sure there's some st- I, I, I'm sure there's stuff under your sink you need to get rid of. Okay? But all I'm saying is at least for those of you listening on time, Q1 is ending, Q2 is beginning, let's share some of that dead weight, let us clear out those areas of our life out with the old so that we have space for the new, okay, you can't be praying and asking for things and talking about best version of myself, where, you, you like, no, let's, let's make the space so that we can go into Q2 ready, willing, and with the capacity, okay? Let's make room for what we are about to call into our lives in Q2. And I cannot wait to make my episode on Q2 plans and upgrading your life. And I just, I'm very excited. I have, I have big plans for Q2 and I will share them with y'all on a separate episode, but Let's just go ahead and end here this week. I really hope this helps. I really hope you can hear me in your ear when you start putting things back under that sink. I really hope you remember me in your ear telling you to throw it away. You don't need it. You didn't even remember you had it. Throw it away. Okay? I will leave you alone now. That is all I have to say this week. And I will talk to you next Sunday. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.